hospitality queens, where you learn all things hospitality, local restaurants, and all the shenanigans in the world. I'm your girl, Erin. What up? It's Whitney. Welcome back, you guys. We missed you. So we're back for another amazing episode. Make sure you guys check us out on Instagram at hospitality underscore queens um, and follow our YouTube, Hospitality Queens. Oh, great. Yes. Follow us, follow us, follow us, follow us. Oh my God, that made me, of course, think about Cardi. I just saw her. She was at Summer Jam with Amigos. And I just love women like to see like fly pregnant women. She's so cute with her little red hair. Like she's so fly. I love Cardi. That's how you slay when you preggers. So cute. Cute. I have not seen that. You've been rocking that belly out. So shout outs to her. So I'm mm-hmm. immune system team. And it says, accept the challenge you're facing. It may become your greatest gift. And that's a word. Okay. That's the T. Thank you for the T. Period. Uh, hospitality, Queens. <laughs> I'm drinking. That's our drink of the week. Tea. Um, and that's good. Immune, immune boosting um, tea because it's real out here. Actually just tested positive for COVID. So it's a thing. I'm recording at home safely. I got to FaceTime with our engineer before the show and it like helped kind of like give, bring the energy that I'm used to having with him at the show, at the studio and catching up and stuff like that. But um, yeah, we in this thing. But I like recording at home because I had my dinner before like I just made some chocolate chip cookies I can like you know just be comfortable go to the kitchen get a, a snack if I want to so I really like it usually at the studio I'm bringing a million bags of all this shit that I'm bringing from home and it's all here so I love it here's to that being at the cribbo it's very much accessible I show, shoot, or I record every show at the house, and it is amazing. It's a little boring sometimes, so I'm always changing up the scene. So if you guys check us out on YouTube, you'll see various scenes in my house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I feel like I'll probably record from home for a while um, before I start going back to the studio. Um, yeah, for sure. Just to make sure I'm safe and everyone's safe um and when it comes to drinking I don't have to drive so I like that part too <laughs> a lot <laughs> don't drink and drive folks <laughs> seriously it goes a long way okay we don't need none of that smoke. yeah okay no no get an uber uber everywhere facts Awesome, guys. So we are going to play a little game. It is um, just a get-to-know-you game. Um, I know you guys know us. If you've been rocking with us for a while, you're new. Welcome to the family, HQS family and the community. You can hashtag that on Instagram as well. Um, You can get to know us a little bit. And if you guys have some interesting things that you want to know about us, make sure you slide up in the DMs. Y'all know I love the DMs. Um, And we can you answer some of those questions you would love to know so we're gonna get to know Whitney a little bit better um so for those people that don't know where are you recording from 
where, where are you located in the world? Yeah, so I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, and just a quick rundown, me and Aaron met when we were in Dallas when I was in college. Aaron had just moved there with her mom and we met there working at Fridays. So, but I'm originally from Charleston, born and raised here. So, yes. Awesome. And I am in the D. Uh, good old Tampa Bay is amazing. We actually have a show called Tampa, Florida, y'all. You should definitely check it out. Um, I feel like part two of that was Dito, Dito, um, mm-hmm. before or after, but that was a good one too. Like run those back to back. You can get a little more of our Tampa shenanigans um, and learn more about us there. Um, tell me, what is your favorite part about Charleston? Like, or your favorite thing to do? we came there um and if you don't know aaron's in dallas because the d could be detroit so (laughs) she's in dallas texas what did you say what was your question what's your favorite place in charleston if like someone wants to go visit there where should they go or what should they do i don't fucking know um (laughs) there's so much stuff here i don't have favorites of anything um I don't know. There's so much shit. I would just say go downtown. Really, just go downtown and walk on King Street, um, Meeting Street, the Battery. Mount Pleasant is really nice. Shim Creek. I can't even name one thing that I would say because there's a lot of shit that you'd have to go to when you're in Charleston to really get the the gist of it. So yeah, Google. We won like the best city to live in like eight years in a row. So it's a really good place to, to live, um, to raise your family. A lot of people move here to get out of like the big city life um, to raise their families. So it's, it's a pretty cool place. You have the beach um which is amazing you have a lot of different little beaches here so it's a lot of shit to do sweet that's charleston y'all um check it out if you guys come to the d uh which is dallas texas i'm in a good old texas make sure you check out the bulls we're really known for like animal shit over here so we have like this big bull area that's downtown really cool downtown has like different parks and food and you go okay and that's what we love to do on the show is we love to eat um if you listen to our show and all of our shows we probably feature some type of great place at some point um and give you great um feedback um and things that we love about our local businesses and places in our area so make sure you tap in and to our page so you can find out all those good things uh, this week I got to go to Ocean Prime, which is an all-time favorite, nothing new. Um, and it was pure delicious. Okay. Mm. So good. Okay. Ocean Prime and so long. And it was like everything I needed and more. Um, I don't think I've ever been to Ocean Prime. Oh my God. So good. Gots to go. Gots to go. It's like, it's like, I feel like it's one of those fine dining restaurants that I would actually say everyone must try it because it's mm-hmm. too steakhousey, if that makes sense. Like, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. fine dining steakhouses is like steakhouse. It's not like that. Ocean Prime, for the most part, depending on the ones you go to, like Tampa always had an amazing pianoist um, in there. Mm-hmm. They've had pianoists. Um, I didn't sit in that area this time, but like mm-hmm. really nice live music. 
it's just a different menu. Like the menu is a nice touch versus like, I've been in a lot of steakhouses. So I definitely recommend they have this uh, berries and bubble uh, drink, which is pretty much just some dry ice with a vodka cocktail on top. Um, mm-hmm. I love dry ice and cocktails. I, I worked at one place where we use dry ice. That shit will burn the shit out of you if you do not handle correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was really good. And I had, um, they had got me this, um, I think you call it black orchid cocktail as well, where they actually did a round ice cube ball, but it had flower, it had rose petals in it. Um, mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Uh, but the server was just so amazing. It's the service for me, okay? Number one, he's like telling me all Instagram-y things. He didn't know I've ever been there before, which I already knew exactly what I wanted. But it was nice because he really just gave me that feel no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. Table right next to it was just like all girls hanging out. And like he, they were, he bought them shots and they wanted shots. So when he's delivered, he was like, okay, I'm doing the cheers. So he like had this whole cheers and they loved it. And they told him to write it down after it was so cute. You see him right uh, there. I'm like, this is the best. Like, that's I, cool. Best time. It's just little things like that, you know, because of course you're having a girl's night, but his cheers was actually dope. If, if I could, do you know it? No, I don't know it. I don't know it. No, I couldn't get him to like get me mine by the time I was trying to get out of there, but mm. it, it was really good. It's it had something about smoking weed in there. Like it had a lot going on this in this cheers, but it, mm. it was lit. It was lit. So shout outs to him. Okay. His name was Martin. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, but I'll post a little bit of my greatness from Ocean Prime. Um, it's in downtown Dallas. You can't go wrong. But there's this place right next to it called uh, the Tipsy Alchemist, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's supposed to be just all all a um, craft cocktail bar. So I want to try that next. So that's on my to-do list at some point. May do it for my birthday or something. Mm, You should. I think today's the first day of Virgo season. It is Virgo season. So exciting. Gang. It's lit, y'all. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> Just getting out of yes, life. yes. Um, <laughs> what are Virgos gonna do for their birthday? What was the thing? Have an attitude. That shit was so funny. Oh my god, have an attitude. I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> I don't want to do like that shit. Uh, but most Virgos, if you guys don't know, they're gonna. I don't know. I can't really speak. For most of the ones I know, they're going to be find a way to be extra in some way. Like at some point, they're going to be. Extra. It's my party. I can cry if I want to. They're going to be extra if I want to. So I'm figuring out, <laughs> I don't even have plans. And that's kind of how I know I'm getting older because I used to plan the whole month. And I stopped doing mm. it a couple years ago. Um, cause I st- like today I was like, damn, I need to get an outfit. Cause I want to do a photo shoot. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even have any outfits. I don't have anything. So I'm like, I need to get my life together. So mm. sure, I'm gonna have a photo shoot. Um, I don't think I'm going to do too much, but I'm definitely eating. So you gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to somebody restaurant Friday, Saturday, yeah, Sunday, period. That's probably going to be the most of it, but Lots of great gods to eat. <laughs> Gotta eat. I love eating. I'm not really feeling anything else, so I might as well eat. Okay. I mean, there's a pandemic thing. So, you know, I feel like everyone's birthday is kind of, I mean, it, it's what you make it, but, you know, 
it's not the same as it used to be <laughs> three years ago. So, girl, some people need it the same. I didn't... Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It just depends. It just depends on the person. Yeah. On sure. what restrictions you want to put on yourself during okay. the time. But yeah. I saw a post the other day and it was like bridesmaids and they're all wearing those like clear shields. And it was like in 20 years, are people going to look at their wedding pictures and say, um, damn, we should have waited one more year? No. But I'm like, I mean, you know what you're doing when you're making that decision. You want to just be married. So in one more year, look where we are. It didn't make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like don't wait. Like if you want to be married, it shouldn't have to worry about if someone has to wear a shield or not. Like I say, yeah, make that nigga give you a five-year anniversary party and that shit gonna be lit again. Yeah. Let's redo this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just like gonna be reflecting on the time too. Like damn yeah. he's wearing these fuck ass shields. <laughs> yeah, for real. We was wearing these fuck ass shoes at the wedding, wearing these shoes. So it's just gonna be a part of life, really. Who knows? In 20 years, it's just still gonna be regular. Yeah, I say do people have been wearing masks for a long time. Yeah, do whatever you need to do. Don't worry about them shields. Love your man and tell him, look, we're gonna have a party every five years till the shields gone. Ooh, there's been a lot of um like polls about people saying if you have a family um you know husband wife kids when you cook dinner after you cook dinner do you serve the husband first do you serve the kids first do you does everyone fend for themselves do you not serve anybody like what do you feel like in in your like ideal mind do you how would you do it um, I would serve the kids first and then I would serve mm-hmm. my and and then I would eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids always eat first. I feel like that's the best thing in the restaurant. Like even if like the parent doesn't ask or sometimes I would just ask, um, but you always want your kids to eat first. So when you're eating, you can enjoy your food, number one. So they're not trying to pick at your food or they don't, they're not super needy, like get them out the way. So they're chill. They're probably on a or tablet or whatever just eating um you can really enjoy your food so i feel like that's rookie mis- rookie mistake having your kids eat with you unless they're like big big kids mm-hmm. yeah i just feel like even big you know you want to just get that one piece off of your chest no matter what right because mm-hmm. they, they can go and start doing whatever else they need to do instead of waiting later like they can eat, like they'll go off and do whatever they can go shower, blah, blah. Then you and the husband can now have a little time by yourself while he's already kind of taken out of, put your, put your dishes mm-hmm. and hang out there. It kind of, it really balances off. Plus it's like the less mouthpiece I got to hear from your child. Cause they hungry, better for, mm-hmm. better for me. But you know what, as, as we talk about this, there is this interview that I watched. Um, I'm sure you heard of this guy, Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was on the Joe Button podcast and he just came up like on my YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like him, you know, for various reasons, but I was like, you know what? I would like to hear him talk to someone else besides like on his show. Maybe I don't have like mm-hmm. a perception of him. Yeah, so I saw I it. 
when I heard him on that show, it helped me a little bit better. I wish I probably would have saw that before watching his show because it mm-hmm. didn't do it for me. I've it. never seen his show. I've only seen like the clips of it on Instagram. And I talked to Dash about it. He's like, that's not like a fair way to see his show because it's not from the beginning to the end. But I did watch a little bit of that Joe Budden podcast when he was on there when it came out, but I just never got to finish it. But I, I said the same thing. I'm happy he came on the show. Yeah, but I think you should watch one of his shows. I couldn't, I tried to watch two different shows for him and I couldn't finish him. I couldn't, I couldn't finish mm. He's not my cup of tea. But I really don't have an interest to, like, I don't really, you know, like, I wouldn't even watch any kind of show like that. No. So, like, I don't really need to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I don't really was, give a fuck. <laughs> I think it was just good to kind of hear, like, a different perspective because at the end of the day, for me, I think it's important to just be knowledgeable with someone because we're all influenced by something. So if you happen to get a man that crossed your path, homeboy, cousin, brother, sister, whatever, that likes this philosophy in the world, it kind of gives you a better perspective of maybe how to handle that type of individual. Um, and I'm- mm, I'll watch it then. Because, <laughs> woo, I had a little, I had actually had like a really intense debate with a guy over this man uh, because I have my, I have my theories. But the question I had for this individual was, what is Kevin Samuels teaching you how to be a better man? Mm-hmm. Crickets. That's all I got to say. If you can, if someone has so much to say about other people, I just want to know what are they learning to be better for them? If you can, because he calls people out on their stuff, which is great. But if you're not going to teach them how to be better or give them a resource of how to handle things that they're being, that's being brought to their attention. It's useless information because we don't live in a world that know that's always necessarily resourceful, right? We live in a world that is continuing to look for leadership on how to fix and how to handle and how to be judged and how to be called out. So give them a resource. So when you are calling them out for something, you have a resource. And then Mm -hmm. I said that I hate taking a lot of advice from people that don't show you any type of healthy, successful things in their personal life. So mm-hmm. I find it very interesting when someone's giving a whole bunch of like life lessons, when you like, especially when it comes to relationships, when you can't show me healthy relationships, like yeah. I want to hear a lot. Like I can hear about what did, what definitely went wrong, how you, what you learned from it. Cool, cool, cool. I can get that. I feel that. But when you have like a strong opinion on what I'm able to receive and understand when you don't have healthiness, I don't, I don't like that. So I had a really big debate and let's just say I was going yeah. to the same woman that Kim is Kevin Sanders would not like, uh, because I wanted to know what the benefit was. It's kind of like, um, when they're like married people getting advice from someone that's single. Or like, you know, you're not, yeah. Or remember the other day you're about you're gonna go out to dinner and you're asking me advice over to where I'm like, bitch, don't ask me, cause shit, I have a nigga not talking to you no more. So <laughs> you know, so yeah. like ask the people that know got tried true results of what the fuck it is you're trying to do. So facts. Yeah. I mean, and that's and that's just real. It's just it's like mm-hmm. it's stakes or whatever, you know, like. Statistically speaking, how are you in a healthy relationship? And I think right now, being that like 
finding love one day is very important for me and finding a healthy relationship and being in a healthy relationship is very important. I need to make sure that I'm surrounding myself in that type of energy and not Mm -hmm. trying to tell me what I should do when they don't have a relationship. So Mm -hmm. y'all got to be careful when we, when we following, make sure that back, that back end follower has some good car facts. (laughs) Yeah, or just getting advice in general. Like, yeah, yeah, go to the people that experienced, not people who are going to say what you want them to say, or, you know, stuff like that. Or, I mean, do what you do. The, whatever results you get is the results that you fucking get. <laughs> Period. So, question when you were growing up, what was your dream job? Like, what did you always want to be? I didn't have one. <laughs> to be honest, I can't even think of one. Like, I'm going to be a... No, I didn't have one. Like, I'm going to be a doctor. I have no fucking idea. For that. Um, and then, so if you had to pick... Would you want to be on the cheerleading squad or the debate team? Neither. You don't have to have to pick. <laughs> uh, I guess the cheerleader. Okay, okay, okay. All right. France or Dubai? <laughs> you could go. To- mm, France. Okay, 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 okay. And then if you had a choice or if you had to pick your date, if you could wear one thing. For the rest of your life, would it be dress or pants? Um, I guess I would say a dress because I'm going to wear pants without a shirt. <laughs> you probably throw a little crop top in there. You know how you do. You know how you do. You said one thing. <laughs> said um, one thing. And then give us... Um, you have a top three restaurants in Charleston that you would say are like your go-to or you would just say, okay, if you're here, you must try these Charleston staples or your go-to, your choice. Mm. Um, I have no idea. Um... I don't know. That has makes me think too hard on something that I have no idea. I don't really be going out to like anything that's like anything like that. Um, I don't know. I don't really have any place that I go that that's that's amazing to me like that. I don't, I really don't take advantage of like all of the great culinary places that we have in Charleston. So I'm sure we have a lot, but like, uh, I don't know. I'm just like a uh, everyday kind of thing, kind of person, but there's nothing that comes to my mind that's like, oh my God, you gotta go here. Like nothing, drawing a blank. Maybe I got to come back to it. Sounds good. Well, that was 
the last of my questions. You know, cool. So I know that you wanted to talk about like places to work, and I saw these um these restaurant stories. And it says that um, there's Chick-fil-A's that are closing their dining rooms because they're struggling to find staff, which is like the name of the game these days, the struggle to find staff. Um, But I just feel like it is kind of safer because maybe we don't need to open our dining room just yet. Maybe we need to stick with the drive-through to keep it safe for everybody. Um, but Chick-fil-A I thought was always a good or I've always heard a good place to work because they have like a lot of options for you to move up and stuff like that like in high school that was like everybody's first job working at Chick-fil-A I've never worked in fast food Um, but I know you said there was who was it Chipotle had like a really cool program for their employees Yep, so Chipotle is offering $15 an hour plus $200 signing bonus, um, and you could be eligible for what 401ks and debt-free degrees and up to $6,000 in tuition. So it's pretty fire. Um, you know, obviously, if you got things going on, that might not be the best recommendation for you. However, if you have a cousin, brother, sister um, that's still trying to figure things out in life, I think it would be an amazing opportunity to say, hey, Try Chick- uh, Chipotle out, number one. Um, they also um, teach and train within, so they can really kind of learn um, how to get those um, accolades. And honestly, fast food nowadays are almost six figures, so it ain't, it ain't, it don't sound glamorous, but them chicks is a little bit better, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but like if you're, if you have a, you know, someone in your family or you know someone um, it'd be really cool if they could work that part-time job or, or whatever in a Chick-fil-A institution um, and be able to get some college tuition while they're figuring things out. Because nowadays, we all know that um, it's like hit or miss for some people in college, some people want to do other things. But if they mm-hmm. free, you know, um, colleges even to do something trade or anything like that, that would be amazing. Um, so shout out to Chipotle for um, finding education important. Um, what I loved is that when I went to get my food, it was packed as hell and they had, they were fully staffed. So it was running like a machine. You didn't miss a beat. And that right there lets me know that they're doing something good versus Mm -hmm. try to go get a free iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. It was one person walking and I didn't working and I didn't get my, my coffee because anybody got time for that. Mm -mm. Come on, Duncan. Um, Mm. But uh, mm. Chipotle, y'all need to make sure y'all pay CC. So until then, <laughs> we on your ass. C-C. We on your ass, Chipotle. CC. Get it together. So we had Publix when we lived in Tampa. There's Publix here in Charleston, South Carolina. They're all in like Florida. And I don't know. Maybe they're just in like the Southeast, I think. I don't think they're up North, but this story was really interesting because Publix is like kind of like the top tier of rest not restaurant of grocery store it's always pretty clean the bakery is good like really great customer service but there's this um Publix in Miami this is a this is the um headline unsafe food at Publix roaches at Don Pan um a bakery in Miami Dade's um gross grocers 
So it says that um, during like a recent Florida Department of Agriculture inspection of supermarkets, um, they found small live roaches were seen on, on a rolling rack, a wall in the walk-in cooler in the hinges between the door and body up a rolling proof rack and on the floor next to the baker's table. Like y'all just wasn't giving a fuck, huh? Because I'm sure they have to know that they're coming, right? Don't you remember working in a restaurant and it's like when the inspectors come, like we're cleaning and like, we kind of know. I feel like this is something that has to be a normal thing for a grocery store. It changes, it changed with the pandemic. So I don't think anyone's on top of their game because they used to them people not coming for a long time. They just don't give a fuck though. Mm. They don't give a fuck. That's just horrible. That is horrible. I'm not surprised though, sadly, but it is horrible. Like some shit. It's always some shit. Um, so that part. It's horrible. That is fucking horrible. horrible. Oof. Miami, what y'all got going on? I feel like what was the uh, there was one time a different restaurant we um he talked about and I think it could have been in Florida but it's too high it was just talked about lots of molds chicken not being stored at the right temperature Oof. geez louise it ain't safe it ain't safe yeah and it just makes my stomach turn it's all stressful when you think about you know the places that you trust to really um have your food, you know, um, no one wants to think about that. So, um, another one of my PSAs, you know, um, make sure like when you're going to order food, if you do go inside or if you can go inside, sometimes it's good, like, especially if you frequent a place a lot, like if I go to a certain place a lot and it could possibly be where I just get to go all the time or something like that. I try to go in and like really inspect the place at some point. Mm-hmm. I go every, like, and I, even when their kitchen's closed off, best believe, like I'm gonna be sitting somewhere that that door is open to the kitchen. I'm peeking in, I'm peeking. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to find what I can find. Yelp, Elker, Yelp is my friend. So I make sure I check some of those out as well. But, um, Ooh, that reminds me. That time I went to, what's the fucking biscuit place that you kept telling me to go to? Maple Street Biscuit Maple Company? Maple Street, mm-hmm. So it was a Sunday, me and Jonah went, and um, we ordered online, and I've never been there. And um, we go in, and they have the counter that you can, like, go order there, and then there's a area where it's, like, to go and then pick up. So from how they do things, there's this guy who's working expo so when you put your order in you say I I guess they have a different theme but the theme on when I went was you put your your order under what you do for a living so he would yell like camp counselor nurse or whatever um that would be your name that you picked up your picked your food up under so he has so it's it's like you know if you worked in the food restaurant you know that um when you're working expo that's where the food comes when it's done. So you inspect the food, make sure it's right and you get it ready. You're to be given to the customer. So 
the expo area is open so everybody can see it everyone's like you know pretty much in that area waiting to get their food um but it's a lot of yelling it's very loud it's a lot going on in there but they also have the to-go area where they have like their DoorDash and Uber Eats, they have in like little cubbies where I guess the DoorDash people could come pick up the food. So I noticed that there's people that are already standing there and they kind of start going to the cubbies where it says DoorDash and Uber to look for food. I'm like, okay, do I look there for food? Can my food be there? Cause we've been there for a little while, but there's this lady who she's a DoorDash lady. And she's standing in front of the expo and the food as it's being like put out, is just being put out on the counter and people just come and get it. But this lady is hovering over all of the food. Like her shirt is touching the food. She's talking to the guy in, es- in expo, her hands all like she's over all the food, the counter for food under her. And I'm like disgusted because I'm like, you don't work here. You're doing a lot over people's food and this is just not sanitary like you I need you to back up and I just need this expo area to not be so open to people just being able to like reach across it was just making my skin crawl and I was like I'm so happy that my food is to go so it's not going to be tainted with but um once they because she was there for a long time trying to like I guess figure the order out When she was done, the expo dude disappeared. So it's like, okay, so the expo dude's not there. The kitchen staff, as they're getting done with the food, they're just calling out the customer's name. So it was a little confusing, to say the least, to like get my food um, because I, it was just, if you've never been there, you don't really know how it works. So I was kind of turned off. Finally, I like asked someone where my food is. So it was just already ready, but it was in the kitchen. Like he just went and got it and it was cool. So by the time we got, so we ate in the car, we had our own car brunch. My, our food was kind of cold because it had already been just sitting there. Um, so yeah, that was interesting, but I got like a little array of things. I got fried green tomatoes. My biscuit had eggs, collard greens, and hot sauce on it. I got Jonah like a kid's chicken sandwich and we got something else. Hmm, I can't even remember what it is anymore, but we got something else to try. And the food was good. I think that it just needed to be a little more fresh the next time. Um, But Jonah loved his biscuit, but he didn't eat his chicken, which is kind of weird to me because it looked like a, a really good like chicken breast but I don't know it wasn't it wasn't giving what it was supposed to give the the expo area kind of threw me for a loop but I don't know if that's how it is in Dallas but I gave it it was it was an interesting experience to say the least and you said it was gonna be bomb but it wasn't given for me yeah, I went to the one in Tampa um, and we had a delivery. I'm not really sure about that, but um, yeah. Um, if you guys have one in your area, I think they're all around. Check it out. Let us know how your experience is. Curious to know. How did Do you I- remember what kind of biscuit you got? Yeah, I had a, um, it was the the scoring goat or something. It was, um, it had 
goat cheese um, medallion on it with fried chicken and pepper jelly. Which it was fire. Fried mm. cheese. I love goat cheese. You can just wrap me up in a goat cheese and bite me. Um, but yeah, it was good. I, I need to order one again. I, it's been a minute. So I had it when I was there and that was a couple months ago already. Or last month, I guess. Mm-hmm. yeah i told Jonah, we gotta try it again Oof, it was stressing me out in there yeah do you guys ever get stressed out about when you go order to go and you're trying to figure it out are you guys to go eaters do you rather eat inside like what is your jam like that's the question of the question of the week is would you prefer to eat inside do would you prefer to go and then when you go get it to go, do you like the curbside to go or do you want to go inside and inspect your food type of person? Like, what kind of personality are you? I like mm-hmm. curbside. I want to inspect it in my car. Mm-hmm. Call you if something wrong because I really don't want to get the car. If I, or if I order curbside, I have full intentions to not leave the vehicle. And if I have vehicle, I'm going to be irritated. Mm-hmm. So that happened. We I took my son to Whataburger. Ooh, shout out to Whataburger. And um, I order curbside like I do all the time for my local Whataburger. So this I'm not new to this, I'm true to this. So 10 minutes go by, y'all. And number one, I've called and everything. Because I've called before when they was running a little late, bring my water out. Didn't work, y'all. So I go inside. I'm like, look, I just had to come from outside. Where is my order? They gave me the order and I was annoyed because they were fully staffed. Like they had a lot of staff back there. I'm like, there ain't no reason I should have got my order curbside. There's a lot of y'all back there. Yeah. <laughs> Too many of y'all. And then the thing about Whataburger is like they put a time on it. So like they don't even let, like, you know how literally what I do for Chick-fil-A is I'll be pulling in the parking lot and I order my Chick-fil-A curbside and it's ready to go. Water mm-hmm. is literally one of those places that they literally cook to order. So you have to like the, the, the wait time is normally about five to seven minutes and it can go more like in this day, it was 10 to 12 because it, I can tell they must because mm. it pushed the time longer than it normally does. And I arrived at that 12. So come on now, Whataburger. but that mm-hmm. could be killing Whataburger. They cook everything to order, which is great. But you gonna wait in that line. If anyone knows, you gonna wait in that line at Whataburger. Mm. The app is clutch. The app is clutch. Even if you have to go inside, the app is still clutch. Just order the app. Just go inside. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. app user. Like I, if you frequent any place, you should have the app. Like I hate pulling up to some place and it's like order order faster in the app. I'm like fuck. Why didn't I have the app for this? Like every restaurant has an app now. Everybody Bojangles got an app. Like every fucking body. So and the apps be having the deals. The apps be having the deals, y'all. So don't sleep on it. But yeah, I don't want to. If I ordered curbside, do not make me come inside. Yeah, don't do it. That's just disgusting. Respectful. I order curbside for a reason. I don't want to come inside at all. I probably did not dress to go inside. Please don't play at me. So yeah, every place should have still have that curbside. 
because I think it just makes it better. I feel like it runs more like a smooth machine. There's less people on top of each other, less confusion because that one person is running the show. Nobody fucking reaching over anyone's food. It's just safer. Oof. Bring that curbside back. On for a curbside. Curb me, boo. Curb mm. me. It's the curbside for me. Mm. Oh my God. Me and Dash were talking about the fucking <sighs> crate challenge that everybody's been posting about. Him, his friends are doing it this weekend. And I said, Dash, don't, do not get get pressured into to doing it and feeling like you can complete it because you're going to bust your ass. And he was like, I'm not, but I am going to laugh. And I was like, all right, just, because you know how people go, they start betting money and they, they get like full of themselves and shit goes left. I feel like that's how it happens. People talk a shit. I'm going to do it. And then yeah. they're the next one. I just wish that they would let everybody else do the crate challenge. I don't think we need to add. No one needs to add to it. No, people are intrigued all across the world by these fucking crates. I saw a sign that there was like a store that actually was selling crates for like 99 cents a crate. But the crazy thing is I was asking Dash about that. Like he was like, everything comes in crates. He was like, stores have lots of crates. I'm like, when I first started seeing the video, um it could tell you it looked like it it wasn't like little kids and stuff like that like someone like kind of sent it to me as like crackhead olympics so I'm like it seems like someone like maybe like people who don't have much to do throughout the day who are just hanging out maybe by a sore who just happened to ha- see all these crates and decided to do something with it like because that's kind of how it started and then it kind of got over to like you know, little kids and stuff like that, because that's a lot of crates. Those aren't just hanging out by anyone's house. Like those are by grocery stores or little bodegas that have deliveries like all the time. So most stores are really willing to get rid of them because they're just taking up space and they get them all the time. But it's just so funny that people are taking these crates, bringing them to where the fuck they're bringing them and, and literally making their own little their own little fucking I don't even know what this would be called like a I don't want to say a tower but like a it's like a relay or something I don't know Mm. it's very interesting I cannot wait to see who like if anyone comes up and says like I started this or where the fuck you know like that it was that one video that started it all that just fucking <laughs> took over the world. It's just crazy. Yes. But if, it's just if you decide to do it, there's no way to be careful. There's no way because you don't know what the fuck's going to happen when you start climbing up them damn crates. Yeah. It's just you have no control. Yeah. That'd be the shit. Too much. It's very hilarious to watch. However, people are going to seriously hurt themselves. And I just hope y'all have mm-hmm. insurance because I'm pretty sure you don't. Um, so yeah, have fun with that. And shout outs to the Black Queen 
um, that did it with her heels on. She is, she walked into Virgo season. That's how she walked into Virgo season. She had them heels on mm-hmm. great and came down with a success, honey. It was all about the legs. That's a Virgo. I saw a few of them. Walking the Virgo season ready. Okay. Yeah, ladies with the heels, please be careful. All the ones I've seen with the like women wearing heels, they've all completed it, which is amazing. But ooh, that's a big gamble. Lord Jesus, that's a big gamble. I only seen one. So I, I really hope that. It. Yeah, I saw another one like the same day I saw that one that you sent me that one. Um, but I just hope that as fast as it comes, it goes so everybody can be real safe. <laughs> like it's horrible seeing people hurt themselves. Like it's funny when you see like it's always funny if you see someone trip or fall. Like I don't know why there's something in us that like thinks that shit is funny. But um that shit looks like you can really like break some limbs ribs like you can really do some fucking damage with that shit so that's the scary shit but um here are my questions to get to know e um what Ooh, if you were invisible for a day what would you do Mm, I'd probably go spy on like some type of like either like court hearings or like government something. I'd go sit in a room somewhere and like listen to all the information I don't want to hear or something. Just depends on what yeah. I want moment. I'd be like at the Pentagon room. or something. Yeah, I'd be somewhere crazy as fuck, just eavesdropping and shit. That'd be me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you could, what type of animal would you be? Um, I think I would be maybe a cheetah. Mm. Yeah. And it's so funny because actually when I was a child, I was scared to death of a cheetah, but I feel like Mm. I can come back now. We were living in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and it was the way that the zoo was set up with this fucking cheetah dog. Like I thought the cheetah was coming for me. So it was like chasing after me through like, cause it was like one of those really big open, you know, kind of um, zoos, but it was still like a gate, but it just was so open. And so I just knew this fucking cheetah was coming after me all. I just knew it, but it was like through the little thing. And I was like scared to death. My mom never let me live. Like I was scared to the death of the fucking cheetah, like screaming, losing my shit. But that was mm. fast. And I felt like he like was kept like, you know, look, every place I was going to run, he was like coming. So it was epic. But um, I mean, maybe it's something you had on, like the color. Or something, something or something. He was ready mm. for my ass. Okay. <laughs> ready. What what um what's the best thing about being a kid? Playing all fucking day, not taking anything. <laughs> I think not taking anything seriously for sure. Um, and just having like the best like imagination. Like I didn't grow up with mm-hmm. now, um, but I think that was like one of the things that I love. I would always, I always had a great imaginary, like imaginary night life. Like I could play dolls all day. I could pretend to do this. Like I used to always play like I was a teacher. Like, I don't know if you remember back in the day where they had those, uh, what are those things called? Where it's like, um, 
you know, the teacher used to write on the this big machine Proje- come off on the projector the, thing. The mm-hmm. projector thing, old school style. I was obsessed with teaching and I made my mom buy me one of those, but she had one because she was in the army. So they had like an old one. So she let me take mm-hmm. it. I used to literally do like, I would do my homework on this projector and have it at home. But it was like mm-hmm. an imaginary thought. Like I was a teacher completing it. I fucking love that thing. Like I would turn it on. I had to have all the supplies. Mm-hmm. Very I remember <laughs> those little thingies at school. Um, why do you why do you think people get old besides like getting older it's like they have to i don't know Mm. to like if you don't get old what are you gonna do like you can't i don't know i don't know it could be like a mindset like or what they eat what they put into their body because some people look old like you know some people just age differently or age more what do you mean like how they look or like why they get old i thought you meant like why yeah why they look old i mean yeah it's definitely how they how they take care of their body drugs and genetics i think genetics has a huge part of how you may look when you get older because say if you do do fuck shit with your body and you already have a genetic pool that's kind of a little different like it's just going to enhance it like so like some people gray really quickly but it's already mm-hmm. cool and they're already they're doing stuff to just make like their stress they're drinking they're they're just adding on to their genetic pool of whatever that is already so mm-hmm. it, it just enhances it a little bit so mm-hmm. based on your genetics like I feel like my mom you know she went through her stresses and stuff of life but I look at her now and like she still looks good. Yeah, she looks older, but she still looks good. So I find myself that if anything, that I'll still look good. I'm definitely gonna get them grays. They coming in now. Um, but I feel like I just kind of have like a medium. Like I kind of go by like what I know she did. She didn't really drink like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do drink like that. So <laughs> so I'm a little aware that it might change my, my scope a little bit. Mm-hmm. What makes you happy when you're sad? um my son for show um next best thing food for show <laughs> mm. for sure like it's just crazy that like I can be in the worst mood and he just comes because he's just so like he takes nothing seriously nothing in life like that's the best part of being a child he takes nothing seriously so he's always just like he can be in a mood but for the most part he's like playing, not taking anything seriously. And it's really nice to see another individual have a light heart. And I think that's what makes it nice. Like, I know, like, he has no clue what I'm going through and that's okay. He mm-hmm. just, not, even if he did, he'd probably be like, okay, let's keep it moving. And I like that because I think that's a good balance, you know? Yeah. So, and the food, yeah. because shit, y'all, I love to eat. Um, but it's something about like, even like last night, I like cooked a cooked this meal, and I mean, it was just so fire. I was so excited, like it just came out good. Sometimes, like when I cook a really good meal, like not like something I normally cook, when I take those extra steps to add this, add that, do this, do that, it makes me feel really good and accomplished when I do those extra steps to make a meal for some reason. My grandma's like that. If she's in like a feeling away, or like she's missing, like my uncle that, that passed away. 
she'll just like start cooking like she'll cook a whole spread of food and it just is like therapy for her so I can always tell when she's like going through a little something because like I'll come in her house and there's like pots and pans and all kinds of shit um I have to listen to music like I listen to music all the time but like that's really what like makes me happy I love music a lot Yeah, I love music. Music is definitely awesome. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, bitch, can you just live with your own thoughts? But I'm like, no, I need to hear noise. I need to hear music. I'll like listen to the same album like over and over and over again. It's kind of sick. (laughs) What's your favorite like... If or like go say favorite, like what's your go-to album or maybe artist that you may like maybe a couple of different artists, like if you're in a mood, you'll go. It just really is by my feeling. Like I'll just pick, I'll just look at something random and I'll be like, okay, who has new music out? And if I'm feeling it, then I'll just listen to that album for every day for a month. Um, or if it's I really just it can just be something that catches my eye or like I can literally be like, oh, I, I follow Kaylani on Instagram and she may post something. I'm like, oh yeah, let me go listen to her album. It just can be anything like random. Um, but I like Kaylani. I like Tiana Taylor. I like, I'll listen to a Kirk Franklin playlist over and over and over. Um, sometimes, all the time. Or it could be literally fucking anybody. Like anything. But it's if it's if I love it at that time, then I'm just obsessed with it. It doesn't matter what it is. But yeah, I'm like all over the place when it comes to to music. But right now I'm listening to um Tink. Her new album just came out. Fuck, what is it called? Um, what is it called? But that's what I'm like listening to right now. What is it called? Damn, my shit's so so. Heat of the moment. That's what it's called. But Apple, if you have Apple Music, they have a lot of fire playlists. Um, I listen to a lot of R&B just in general. So, yeah. Like, I love YG. It's really just the feeling. Whatever my feeling is at that time, it is what it is. Like, the other day, I was listening to... Kanye West graduation and that shit came out in 2007 but like listening to that album like damn this whole shit is fire like every single song like made me think back of like that time when that song came out in 2007 or just you know those those times 2007 was like when I feel like life was simple (laughs) and I don't know it just brings you back so yeah 2007 that was the year after I graduated high school like there were that was probably the most simplest time in life Mm. no responsibilities really all I had to do was go to work and that's it and go hang out with my friends Mm. that was lit that was lit simple the simple life remember that show with Paris Hilton that I do and Nicole Mm -hmm. good old times yeah yeah that was like our first like reality show (laughs) 
kind of. The fucking mm-hmm. simple life. Now she has a cooking show on Netflix, but I don't think I can watch it. <laughs> Who does? Paris? Paris. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. It's called Cooking of Paris. Yeah, I don't think I would cook with her, but that sounds cool. Yeah. Check it out. If y'all watched it and y'all think we should watch it, tell us. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really intrigued. Um, first off, so just need a little... <laughs> little boost on that one i saw yeah she has so you saw what that boosie did an interview with the breakfast club today i want to watch it i haven't watched it yet yeah i was actually excited to watch it and i did not like it i thought it was going to be really different than what it was and definitely was not my favorite so it's kind of disappointed <laughs> in them but it is what it is. Um, I saw that she had, Paris had Saweetie on one of her um, episodes. I was like, maybe I'll watch that because I like Saweetie, but I don't know. Her yeah, whole character is just like, mm. too much. I saw, I was, um, somebody had got the Sweetie meal we were talking about and they're like, it's $10. I'm like, $10 at McDonald's? Yuck. Everything at McDonald's is $10. What I haven't eaten McDonald's in years, so I I guess for me, I just thought it was cheap. I don't know, like cheap, cheap. I no, I feel like only I feel like the only restaurant that's still cheap or only fast food that's still cheap is like Taco Bell. Because mm-hmm. thinking about like, I mean, I rarely eat at fast food restaurants, but like even when I did, if you get a combo, someplace it's like easily seven or eight dollars like if you get everything i feel like that's the average like you go to chick-fil-a it's that could be that much six seven dollars depending on like what you get so this is like a combo plus a side of chicken nuggets so yeah it's gonna be ten dollars they're not gonna give you a discount for getting an extra thing so they gotta it's essentially a big mac with a four count of nuggets so that shit gonna be taxing and a drink mm-hmm. yeah i saw it was a big yeah. I, I hate big mac so i won't i, I won't be able to support sweetie on that one yeah when i that used explodes. to eat like mcdonald's i liked big macs that was like what i used to get from there we have one like right by our high school so eating mcdonald's was like something that was just a part of life everyday life because they used to have that dollar menu cheeseburger and shit like that um but yeah that's what the fuck it is a big mad but yeah. it's a lot of fucking food to put on a, a fucking sandwich so you gotta have a big old mouth to bite a big mac with with fries and chicken nuggets on it that's a whole lot that's a mouthful makes me want to throw up just thinking about it yeah i love i like the big mac sauce I had a really bad experience with Big Macs and I have never been able to look at the, the same. Like it was a really bad experience. So it just makes me sick every time I think about a Big Mac. Like I could probably eat some things from there, but it's that Big Mac fucked me up, y'all. I really would just eat the fries. Yeah, it's the fries. To be honest. I would eat the yeah. fries. The fries are still fire. You know, I don't eat that, but the fries, I don't know what they put in them shoestrings. Fries, honey. I put that crack up. I can't wait till we have like mainstream, like when I can't wait till like slutty vegan is like 
mainstream where we can all eat it everywhere. You don't just have to be in Atlanta or New York because I just feel like by this time with the advancement of food, it just sucks that like vegetarian and vegan fast food restaurants are not more of a thing. But in a way it saves money. Like in the past two years that I haven't like eaten meat as like my main source of food, I don't eat at fast food restaurants like that. Like I really Mm -hmm. don't. The most I'll go to is Chick-fil-A because I'm getting it for my son. But other than that, like I'm never in a fucking fast food line. So you save a lot of money, you eat better because you have to cook your own food or you're eating at a restaurant that maybe your food options are going to be a little better. But it's crazy though, like McDonald's and all that shit is always packed. Like people aren't cooking, but it's just a nostalgic thing that's like ingrained in our fucking brain to eat this fucking low low vibrational food. Like I don't understand how people can eat that shit every day. Like that's crazy. That's real crazy, but do what you do. But when we were 15 and shit, we didn't give a fuck. That was just normal. We didn't have no money. (laughs) So eating at McDonald's, like, it was a thing. I remember when me and my friends, after school, we would, like, be putting our fucking money together to to go, like, buy food together and shit. Like, looking in the trunk, looking under mats, like, fucking putting money together. Like, broke little kids trying to eat fast food. Like, that's the struggle meals for me when I think about McDonald's. Shout out to Mickey D's and the Sweetie Meal. Okay. Get the strug. Do what you do. Sweetie said, I'm icy at Mickey D's. <laughs> but shout out to her, though, for having that deal. I mean, that's dope that she has her own thing. Um, I just can't. I am excited to to see who the first celeb is who's gonna have their like healthy version of it. I saw an article about um they tried out like a veggie patty, but it just didn't do well. Yeah. I don't and I could see it has the quality other places. I wouldn't go to McDonald's for that. But they don't have the quality um to do it. So just don't do it. Just don't do it. I think yeah. or work with them works well and they can the healthier celebrities can go somewhere that they have a better quality. Like Chick-fil-A could come up with some bomb ass shit with the right person. Mm-hmm. It would go crazy. It would go crazy. Yeah. When you think about it, um, Burger King had the Impossible Burger. So they just have to have the right partnership because Impossible Burger is sold anywhere, really, mm-hmm. that has that meat. So it's the same thing. And I ate that, but you just have to do it in moderation because it still has the same amount of sodium. Like it's still not good for you because it's fast food. Anytime you eat anything that's like a meat replacement, you should be still moderate, moderate, still moderate because it still has all that shit inside of it as well. So once a month or something like that, or I would get it if I'm like, if I craved a burger, felt like I needed to eat meat, I would go get one. But in Charleston, there's no safe or, to me, a clean Burger King. They're all kind of sketchy. So I would already be on edge ordering this shit anyway. So it's just, (laughs) I just think about fucking, what does this fucking kitchen look like? So I can't. I really can't. So we need, what is it, Shake Shack? I think they had the partnership with Slutty Vegan. Shake Shack, come to Charleston. We need you. We fucking need you. Period. Come through. Mm. Do y'all have Shake Shack in Dallas? 
Mm, yeah, we need Shake Shack. Yeah, we have lots of Shake Shacks actually everywhere. Yeah. I'm not crazy about Shake Shack, so I don't really go. We have a lot of burger places. It's ridiculous. Um, Shake Shack's actually not that far from my house. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there. I used to work downtown and there was one. Um, I used to go to that one all the time. <clears throat> Just because it was like convenient and easy to park. But um, mm-hmm. I have to check it out. It's been a while. They might have they might have whipped some of that. I don't like the sauce. Like I don't actually like a lot of burger places sauces. I'm not a big sauce on my burger kind of girl. So I think that's probably the first problem. I'm not mm-hmm. about sauces on my burger. I'm just not crazy about it. I feel you. Dry. Rickety dry. I didn't even know they had a sauce. I just think of Shake Shack because I know they had a party show with Slutty Vegan. <laughs> Was it just the Atlanta one or is it worldwide? I don't know. I just know that. I just remember seeing like the headline that she had like some type of partnership with Shake Shack. So I just thought that was dope because I've just always heard of it as being like a big name brand. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Check it out since it's in your area. We don't got that shit. So yeah, I couldn't tell you. But maybe they might. They might have something in the D or she could be cooking up something. Yeah, she could be cooking up something. So yeah keep your tabs on it because you got to be the first to try i fucking definitely will you are mm-hmm. Ooh, or if you've had study vegan tell us about it we want to hear how was it how long did you wait in line what's your favorite thing to get i want to know i heard that they mm-hmm. were in charleston like a few years ago like her food truck came mm-hmm. but by the time obviously by the time i heard about it it was long gone but i think that's dope that she does little like pop ups and shit. Yeah, that's hella dope. Come on through to the D. Ready for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Pinky. You guys, make sure that you follow us, um, connect with us, let us know what we should try. Um, if you're in Dallas and you want some good places to try, hit me up. Um, I definitely try to eat around and I'm definitely have like these, I have a good little list of some new restaurants that just came out that I'm definitely going to try. Um, so hit me up, slide in the DMs if we want to know where the restaurants be. Okay. Cause I'm- yeah, Aaron is the, is the outside one. <laughs> Aaron yes. is be out and about. I'm going to eat no matter what. But I like to be served. So I like to eat out like in restaurants. I want the full experience. I want to try craft cocktails. I want to do appetizers. I want the full shebang. I feel like it helps me feel the experience. It's the experience for me. I can't get the experience at home. It just doesn't do it the same. Not like if I just need to, sure, but the full experience. Like shout outs to, if you heard my last two shows, Wing Daddy is like my new boo daddy. Mm-hmm. I was sold from going in and experience. I feel like getting it to go would have been good. Would have been good. Mm-hmm. That extra, hey, you coming back when I like him. Mm-hmm. I have definitely ordered again since then. So nice. We Come on, Wing Daddy. Yeah, it just had called my name. 
last week <laughs> again. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's something. Like, it's the sauce is like crack. For real, mm. the sauce is like crack. Not the crack. You get used to like so like right by my house where I live. There's uh, this place called Pluckers, which is a, a chicken wing place. Mm-hmm. But like they have okay sauces and they have waffle fries and like they have a whole menu and it's cool. But I feel like it's very expensive for what you get. So it's like it's just okay. So then I go to Wing Daddy, which is also near my house, um, and you get like a quality different type of chicken wing with bomb sauce. It's it's not that cheap, but it's you can feel the price in the in the food, right? Mm. Stop that's literally close as well. So and that's wing stop is wing stop. The so- they they used to have like a lot of limited like limited time sauces come through, and they've been slacking on that. So that's why. When I when Wing Daddy was presented to me, it was like, "Hey, we made it!" Because finally, I've elevated on the sauce. It's the elevation for me. Yeah, there's a. I gotta find his Instagram for when you come to Charleston. He like is like a wing connoisseur, so he has like an Instagram for wing places. So mm, we gotta try. Yeah, we got to find his Instagram and look at a place so you can go there since you like wings so much. Yeah, and I'm going to slide in his DMs because a wing connoisseur in me. Mm-hmm. I need, I need to slide in his DMs. Yo, what's up? Yeah, shout out to D. White. He has a page called The Dropping Pin. He hey. goes all over the world, actually, and goes to different restaurants. So a lot of his followers, when they go to a restaurant that he um has suggested they tag him so his page hey. is awesome for places to to go in charleston um so yeah i would definitely go to his instagram he goes all the places that are instagram worthy a lot of places that i've never been before so yeah shout out uh, to check him. out I'm check out the dropping pin eb outside and i'm coming out dropping pin let me find you mm-hmm. chicken way Okay. Yeah, it's lit. It's lit. Okay, okay. I see. Mm-hmm. I feel you know. It's going down. Yeah. Mm. Definitely check it out. And um Black Food Fridays. That's another good Instagram account that has a lot of good places to eat um in the south he goes everywhere like north carolina and stuff like that so he has a good really good variety of places to go as well black food fridays that's dope yeah i would just go i would just go to their pages (laughs) if you're coming to charleston go to the dropping pins page page and go to black food fridays instagram and they will tell you where to go all right, bet. Well, I'm gonna be because I'm that girl. I'm like hunting everything down. You know, what I need, Shadi. So I'm gonna have. Yeah, I usually text my friend Tunde. He goes out to eat a lot, so I'll, if I'm like finding something or need to know, I'll ask him. Like one day, a couple weeks ago, my friend Keisha texted me and she's like, "Hey, I'm downtown. Where should I eat?" And I'm like. I don't know. Like, I just Googled. <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. Like, I don't fucking go out downtown. Last time I did, it's been years. Everything's different. So 
shit. I was Googling places to tell her. I don't know. I'm clueless. So, yeah. Don't ask Whitney. <laughs> Y'all can ask me. I mean, no one. I don't fucking know. But when yeah. I, I worked, like, in a lot of places, so I feel like even, like, back then, I would go to them. And I always tell mm-hmm. them, yeah, I went to this place pre-COVID. I don't know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> so it's different. It is so, a lot of places are so different with COVID. So like if I haven't been there, I'll be like, hey, pre-COVID, it was like X, Y, and Z. So they'll know, like, don't hold me to this standard that I can't live up to. Pre-COVID. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But you guys let us know what your pre-COVID spot was that turned into not so the spot after. Would love to know like what changed in the environment or service or style that it once was your jam is not your jam anymore. Cause that's very interesting to learn like what happened in the service style or quality style um, to make you not really like it anymore when it once was your jam before the pandemic. So would love to know that. One place that I love, I'm so sad is Pose Now Surf Bar. That was on Folly Beach. It was like the best bar on the beach. And they had some bomb wings. That's when I used to, I think we had their wings before, Aaron, when you came. Mm-hmm. But those are some good, good crispy chicken wings at Surf Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the G. So thanks for tuning in with us on our episode 31, our redip one time for the one time. My name is Whitney. You can follow me on Instagram, WhitneyWhite1 underscore. You can shop my store, Shop2230. This is, I'm wearing my dress from Shop2230. Um, make sure you check us out. Awesome. And check me out at Get Toned with E and we get toned for all things and wellness. We love you guys. And until next time. Wear your masks. Wash your hands.